you ever imagine how life would be if you couldn't see or hear what was going on around you? Hi, I'm Riyal Safi on Thinking Out Loud. Please show your support by subscribing, sharing and commenting on the podcast on your preferred platform so that we may continue to grow and you don't miss a new episode when it's released. On today's episode, I've invited a friend of mine to join me on the show who will share his own story with us which will certainly inspire you. Welcome to Thinking Out Loud, Sanjay Bimji. Thanks, thanks, Riyaz. Uh, pleasure to, to be with you and uh, chatting to you once again. Sanjay, I found you to be a great source of inspiration. I basically invited you uh, to the podcast, Thinking Out Loud, uh, for you to share your story and uh, inspire people listening to this podcast. Unravel the mystery. Who is Sanjay Bimji? Sanjay Bimji, I think, is a work in progress. I'm still trying to find myself. But uh, yeah, I was, I was born in Durban mm-hmm. and I think three days after my birth, the doctor, in fact, uh, he, well, he, he uh, deemed me blind eventually. Well, three days later, of course. You might, you've been disabled and in particular blind since birth, like you confirmed right now. So growing up must have been, you must have experienced some sort of anger or resentment towards the world and the people around you. How did you actually deal with the situation at that time? I'm not sure about anger or even resentment because I never saw before. I knew of other people who who have seen. And for me, everything seemed very normal. It, It didn't seem like a different world to me because... I could hear, I could hear everyone's voices. Um, we did a lot of things together when, when growing up, like playing high, hide, you seek and all the kinds of games that you would normally play as well. Obviously, um, not, notwithstanding the lack of sight. And are there some fond memories that come to mind about those young growing up days in Durban? I think being at school, being at school uh, at the age of five years old, going to boarding school, was something I cherish and, and the fact that I got to meet so many other people who were blind and had other uh, challenges as well. Going to boarding school really toughens you up. It, it, it teaches you a whole lot of lessons, lessons like fairness, lessons like being able to share with other people, uh, lessons also about camaraderie and, and being with other people and getting to familiar with other people's perspectives as well. Now, that must have uh, got you into good uh, books with certain people in terms of becoming friends. And I'm sure those people are friends with you uh, up until today. Yeah, we, we, we maintain those bonds. There are mm-hmm. certain people that we maintain bonds with. Obviously, people are different. And there are certain people you, you often, because of your personality, mm-hmm. will be attracted to or lean towards you know, in, in terms of friendship. What sorts of people do you find yourself being attracted to um, when you look for a friend? What is it that you look for in a, in a friend? Is it loyalty? Uh, is it someone that can listen to you? Is it someone that doesn't judge you for who you are? What is some of the things that Sanjay Bimja looks for? I think all of the above. And also someone who, for some reason, I, I have a tendency to, to be for the underdog the uh, kind of person who doesn't have it all, who's not completely or doesn't think of themselves as they have it all and 
someone who's always searching. I think, I think uh, that, that was, would be one quality. Someone who's a searcher, someone who thinks, who thinks beyond, who, who thinks, who goes beyond the extra mile when it comes to thinking, who doesn't take things at face value, but searches and uh, someone who, who's able to soul search, introspection, uh, someone who's not boastful, uh, yeah, th- those are, I think, the qualities I'd, I'd look for. Now, the lockdown is, of course, uh, now that you've spoken about those things like soul-searching, uh, finding yourself, in other words, and also then attracting to people who have similar uh, principles and ideals like you you have. Um, so during the lockdown, there must, be, there must have been a lot you've learned about yourself as well. What are the top two or three things that you've learned about Sanjay Primji. Okay, top of mind, I think, would be resilience. And the fact that, imagine a a plane about to crash and you're jumping off a plane thinking you don't have a parachute, but you actually do. What I mean by that is uh, the tremendous support that I didn't know I had, but eventually found I did have after COVID-19 and a whole lot of other things that happened uh, after that as well. So that was one of the things I learned about myself, resilience and I think support, the the tremendous amount of support that there is good as well that can come out of of something not so good maybe. Certainly. Um, Very, very, um, that's something I've learned as well. I I mean, personally, during uh, the lockdown period, I've uh, lost someone very close to me as well, who's my mom. And uh, of course, uh, it, it's amazing how, uh, as a person, uh, you, there's, there's so much resilience within you and, and hope for a better tomorrow. So I guess these situations grow you as a person, don't they? Yeah, and that, that's why at the, uh, initially I did say a work in progress. We all, I think, are, are work in progress as well. Always bettering yourself. Now, as a blind person, you must be finding yourself in awkward situations with people. Um, of course, uh, lots of them may be feeling sorry, uh, but are, are there any funny moments when you sit back there and think, mm, that was funny? Interesting. I didn't know that you were going to ask me this, but uh, immediate, immediately something comes to mind. Yes. Um, I was working at the SABC and we had to get up. I needed to get to the SABC and then we were rushing. My friend, well, we ran down to the car and I opened the passenger door. He opened the driver's door and I sat, not realizing that when I did sit, there was something squelching under me. It was his sandwich, his uh, (laughs) meat-packed baked beans and chutney and soya sandwiches, which I sat on. Wow. How did you feel after that? you don't want to know walking into is well having to to clean up and and dry off and the embarrassment of of actually getting to sabc in the foyer wasn't exactly the best experience (laughs) but we laughed it off eventually of course you will, because I guess those are the moments that you'll remember for life and uh, that define uh, such moments uh, that we have in life now, I know the real Sanjay Bimji, he's feisty, like you said, has a wacky sense of humor and also stands up for himself amongst all odds. Did you ever find yourself getting into trouble because you stood up for what you believed in? I think a few, um, 
I think countless of times uh, getting into trouble because I was fairly outspoken on uh, a number of things. People didn't necessarily agree with uh, what I had to say, which cost me dearly. Um, there were certain times as well where I'd stick up for friends as well mm. and get into trouble with that as well. But I still believe that if you do have a moral compass, which I've been taught at school and, and through my experiences, you stick to that moral compass, stick to your guns, and you need to stick or make sure that you stick to what you believe, but at the same time, not criticize other people for their beliefs as well. And you were talking about non-judgmentalism, yes. uh, to be non-judgmental, but speak your mind without any kind of fear. And I think we, we all working in the radio industry need probably to, to do that without fear or favor and objectivity as well when it comes to, to reporting. Would you call yourself a troublemaker perhaps? Well, I've been called many things. Um, <laughs> some of them uh, have been four-letter words, but we won't go there. Troublemaker, yeah. Um, I don't think myself as troublemaker, but I think... I mean, a perception, that's what I meant. Uh, is, yeah. It creates a perception. Like, I mean, I'm also one of those people that, you know, yes. I'll tell you as it is. And lots of people yeah. are like... Uh, and people are like, yeah, take it easy, bro. And I'm like, no, but that's how I feel. And... I, I tell you exactly how I feel about things and uh, like it or lump it. I think uh, very often people stick to their comfort zones because it's safer and people don't want to kind of rock the boat because then they would be exposed. Of course. And th it, it feels much safer to keep quiet and to accept whatever whatever is happening. But remaining in a comfort zone will, will never l let you let you get to learn things and about yourself, well. about other people, and grow, yes. Yeah. Now, you spoke a bit about the radio thing uh, earlier. Radio is a great passion of yours. And um, when did you first join the radio industry and, and how did it happen? I joined the radio. I joined radio in my mind. They say radio is a theater of the mind. So I joined radio at the age of six when I got to listen to Jet Jungle. Now, you probably may not remember or know who Jet yeah, Jungle is, but I just for, for people who don't, it was the radio version of Superman. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, so there was this uh, Jet Jungle who was known as the fittest man on earth with his black leopard Jupiter and a guy called Spaghetti. Yeah. So... I started listening to, to radio drama. That's how I actually got into getting familiar with radio. Eventually growing up with radio and even hiding my tape recorder at school under my books and recording all the stories, all the dramas during the day that, that happened on radio when I was supposed to be studying. So once I actually got caught and my radio was confiscated. Oh, did you, you know, eventually get And back? I missed the drama for the entire term. Oh, for the entire term. Okay, so that answers the question. At the end of the term, you got it back. The radio industry. Um, I was standing at a call box, totally bored out of my mind. I had a 50-cent piece in my hand. I called a radio station that opened up for Diwali and asked if someone could, uh, if the manager could give me a position on radio. He asked, he asked me to come over the following day and asked me if I was able to read news. 
I said yes, and the rest, I suppose, is history. I've <laughs> been on various um, various community radio stations along with SABC and uh, did a stint at 702 as well over the last, well, over the last two decades. If I may ask, which radio station was that that gave you that opportunity uh, to come on um, and after you giving them a it call? Was, it was Light FM in Durban. You know. uh, it was opened for Diwali in Overport City. Oh, wow. Hmm. And then, uh, of course, uh, at university, uh, worked at campus radio, Ordwax, at UDW, now UKZ. So, so you must have um, uh, gathered a lot of these memorable moments. How about sharing some of them with us while being a radio presenter or working in the radio field? I think there, there were so many moments, and you can probably relate to this, so many amusing moments, so many sad moments as well. You, you, you kind of share a slice of your life with other people. And, and I think special, special, especially for me, it was the opportunity and being blessed to get a peek into other people's lives. Along, a lot of the time, we would come up with topics on air and people would be very responsive in terms of sharing their lives with you. And that's, that in itself is a privilege, a privilege to, to be able to change the way people feel. Even if you touch one person, you've, you've made a difference. And, and I guess that's why, um, I mean, people tell me, yes, these days uh, you have um, Apple Music, you've got Spotify, uh, you've got YouTube, you've got all these things happening. But at the end of the day, uh, radio still remains um, a relevant uh, source of entertainment. And like you say, it's a theater of mind. What, in your opinion, will be the future of radio in years to come? Looking at radio present, firstly, I, I think there's a lot that radio needs to play catch up on because of all the media that you've been talking about, uh, television, all of that. But the thing about radio is radio is very intimate. Uh, when someone's talking to you, it's almost like they're talking to you, to, to one person, if, you know, if, if they are, are able to do that. The future of radio, though, I think... I, I somehow believe that, and this is, this is purely a subjective thing, that we need more radio drama. I think people need to be more creative in terms of radio and, and the things they, they produce on radio, producers and, and uh, presenters as well. We do have a situation where, well, the economy is not good, where when it comes to payment, people aren't getting paid as they should. Now, this, this isn't uh, limited to radio. This is limited to, to actor craft. It's limited to television, to you know, many uh, organizations. But radio, I think definitely people need to be more creative in the industry and definitely a radio drama. Radio drama is something you, you think will get the people back and listening and excited about radio. Now, coming back to disability... Mm. Just in terms of, of, of being able to think and to close your eyes and let your imagination kind of run. Because very often with a radio and a voice, you, you kind of get your own image of how someone looks or how, uh, how I, some... You, you know, just yeah. hit a nail on the head. I must be honest with you. You know, um, uh, when I used to listen to the radio when I was young as well, and you had this image of singers and 
and the presenters, yeah. and then when you see them in real life, you're like, is that <laughs> Hopefully you? Hopefully it's a good experience. Yeah, well, well I'm not going to mention names, but I was like, I was very, very heartbroken lots of times because I'm a bad judge when it comes to judging someone's voice versus the way they might be they might look in real life and uh, there was very lots of moments where I was usually disappointed but we won't get into that right now so coming back to disability what are some of the challenges that you have personally faced as a blind person living in South Africa oh one one of the challenges would of course be Training, um, I think training for for various kinds of uh, vocations, jobs. Mm -hmm. The other would be equipment. Very often, equipment costs, uh, you know, a hand and a leg, or will cost you a hand and, and a leg. Jaws, for example, would be eighteen thousand. Uh, in order to get a job, you need jaws, and the employer very often wouldn't employ you because of the cost factor that's uh, involved. Transport is another uh, challenge as well. Um, in terms of, of getting around this, the, the city. There are many, though, blind people who, who are able to do that, who are able to get beyond those challenges and, and get from point A to point, point B as well. But those, I think, yeah, those I think are the main challenges. Also, uh, unemployment. Well, unemployment is a challenge for everyone, but I think very much more so for someone who is blind or has a certain challenge. Since mm. um, the question, I'm, um, 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 the word that's lost me a little bit there, and, and for people listening as well, what exactly is JAWS? JAWS is a screen reading software that... Uh -huh. Yeah, so, so you switch on your computer and JAWS would read everything on the screen for you. Uh, it can navigate the internet and all kinds of uh, applications. Okay, now having said that, uh, there's been a lot of uh, progress that's been made in terms of audio description as well when you're watching movies. I mean, I've called you a few times and said, what are you doing? I was up at five this morning catching up on series. And uh, uh, do you agree that there, there's been some progress made as well? Yes, definitely has been uh, some progress made. There's also some progress made with uh, with with JAWS because there are free software that's available now on the net that you can download. But getting back now to the whole thing of audio describe, there's a website that describes most of the movies that uh, you've probably watched over the years as well. Things like Game of Thrones, uh, Roots, there's... Uh, White Tiger, there's, there's a whole lot of, of movies now that you, you can actually watch. So I'm at the moment playing catch up with, uh, I never watched Titanic and all the kinds of movies that you, Barban, for example, well, I watched it a while ago, but I think um, you, you and many others influenced me to get into kind of Indian movies. And yes. now there's audio described for Indian movies as well as um, the, the uh, translation as well so yeah getting into that so oh wow that's that's absolutely amazing i, I wasn't aware of that so so, so progress being made as well uh, what are some perceptions that you wish uh people would change about blind people that we can talk firstly <laughs> okay yeah yeah um just to give you an example very often uh, working at the station someone would walk in and 
they'd always assume that the other person sitting with me is going to conduct the interview, firstly. Yes. And the second thing is, when they hear that someone who's visually impaired is going to be conducting the interview, people are extremely nervous, thinking, can he do it? Can he interview me? And what questions is he going to ask? And how is he going to interview, interview me? Some people actually walked out because they realized that I was going to be the one that's going to do the interview. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So th those are some of the, the perceptions. Um, also that you can't hear. Very often people assume that you're hard of hearing and speak louder to you than, than normal. Yeah. The other would be odd questions that people ask you, like, how do you go on holiday? Oh, do you have friends? Um, give me your phone because you don't need it because you don't get too many calls. Are you kidding? Yeah, so, so those are some of the things that, that uh, perceptions and uh, things that people ask. But I think that's uh, changing. I'm glad to say it's uh, changing. Fortunately, most people I'm with uh, are not, or don't have those kinds of perceptions. Certainly, and I mean, um, that was one of the main reasons uh, for having this chat as well, is to clear those perceptions and say, hey, you're a great source of inspiration. I mean, I know you for many years and you've been a great source of inspiration to me personally as well, because, um, uh, like you say, uh, you you always uh, it, you're a great person to have a conversation with. We can uh, talk about things and uh, argue about things and discuss things in, in a mature way. And, and I'm absolutely grateful and inspired uh, by the way you carry yourself. So uh, well done to you. And I'm hoping to all the people uh, listening to this podcast of Thinking Out Loud who would feel inspired and go out there and make a difference. Uh, and uh, go out and make things happen for yourself. Uh, Sanjay, uh, firstly, thank you so much for, for, for taking the time out to chat to us right here on Thinking Out Loud. Um, and certainly, it's been most inspirational, and I love the sandwich story. It's going to stick with me for, for years to come. Uh, no pun intended about stick, baked beans. <laughs> yes. How about leaving us with one quote you love your life by? Uh, before I actually do that, I must say that uh, throughout the years, I've been blessed with, with many friends, many people I've learned from you, especially with uh, Bollywood, but not just Bollywood, just, just a whole lot of things that I've, I've learned from you as well. So thanks to you and thanks for to all the people I've learned from. Very often we have good and bad experiences, but each experience makes you eventually grow. In terms of the quotes that um, we're going to end off with, if you ain't making waves, you ain't kicking hard enough. Wow. Thank you so much, Sanjay Bhimji. Yes, as always, a titanic thank you to you as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to subscribe and share. Till the next episode, ciao for now.